0: How's it going everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. This is the solo show episode number two. I'm your host Davey on everything. Thank you for tuning in. Alrighty, guys. So we're going to get right into this episode. Uh, Thank you so much for watching the last episode. If you checked it out, Um, it was a lot of fun to do. Although it might've been a little bit slow and I might've been kind of stumbling through a couple things. Um, It was awesome. And I appreciate everybody that came out and watched it. So uh, here we go guys. So, so unfortunately we could not make The um, regular episode happened this week, you know, we had a very busy weekend and um, Dan had a lot of work to do, so we couldn't make it happen, but we're trying to organize something to get an episode up, so stay tuned for that. Um, Yeah, so, something crazy that I heard the, uh, just today actually, which is, um, so everybody in their dog has Netflix, or at least had Netflix, because a lot of people left due to their subscription crackdown, I mean... However, you feel about it, Netflix has been a little bit weak the last um last a little bit of while. The content hasn't been there, and they putting putting out some some silly content as well. People haven't appreciated. I think there was one movie where some uh some dude got pregnant, and it was a whole episode or a whole, whole fucking movie or TV show about a about a guy having a child. Um, and not in like a comedic, funny kind of way. I don't think it was just some woke shit. So that was um fucking. That's the kind of shit that people are kind of over. Um, obviously update on the Bud Light backlash, things are getting kind of, kind of crazy for Bud Light, sale, or, uh, the sock is down, I guess sales are down, and, um, I think Bud Light is kind of scrambling to recover from it, but, uh, I just bring that up because we talked about that on the last episode, um, but one thing anyways, <laughs> sorry, I got a, I kind of got a, I kind of got off topic there, so, um, so, anyways, back to Netflix, Netflix, Uh, If you don't know kind of the history of Netflix, Netflix kind of started off as one of those um, mail, in the mail DVD subscription kind of services. You kind of you paid for a movie to rent, and they would send it to you the disc, the actual physical disc. They would send it to you in the fucking mail, which nowadays seems like a crazy system. There was another um, uh, competitor. I think it was called Redbox. But that also might have just been Netflix. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but kind of around my area, they had Redbox, and it was the same thing. You could go to a a vending machine of DVDs, and they would uh, burn you up a DVD, and it would be good for like three days or something. You paid $8 or whatever. It's basically just a vending machine blockbuster. So Netflix kind of, I guess, did the same thing. You could go to their website, and I believe it was dvd.netflix.com. Check it out because it's still live. Um, And you could... Order DVDs in the mail and they would send them to your house and the rental would be good for like three days. So, funny enough, I mentioned this because recently they announced that they're going to be ending that service. They're not going to be doing it anymore. And I was just sitting there questioning my, or kind of questioning it like, who the fuck's even using that anymore? There's like five people in the entire country that are ordering DVDs in the mail. Not one single person that I know has ordered DVD in the mail ever. Even when it was more popular, you know ten years ago or more more than ten years ago now, actually, probably like fifteen years ago, back when I was in high school, so I just think it's uh it's absurd that they kept it going this long. I guess maybe they had a few people doing it, or maybe it was just like a little added bonus to their um to their services, but as we all know, Netflix is kind of in a tough spot right now, not that they're like losing terribly, but they're kind of on the decline in a lot of ways, so they're probably just trying to cut costs, and that's a whole website and a whole operation that, um, if nobody's using it, they're just paying, they're just blowing money like they're just wasting money, right? Because they have to pay operating costs for something like that. So, I just think uh, I thought that was funny because, like, who the fuck's using that? Someone, someone answer me. Tell, let me know in the comments who the fuck was using the Netflix mail DVD service because even DVDs on their own are not very popular to my knowledge anymore. I don't know really anybody who's buying DVDs or Blu-rays. And uh, although I might go back to that because streaming is kind of getting becoming this fucked up thing as well. There's about 40 different streaming services. And at this point, you might as well have just had like digital cable or HBO or something, right? So um, I still have Netflix. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just... The content has been very miss lately in my books, in my eyes. So, I don't know, guys. Let me know what you think about Netflix these days, because who knows what the future of Netflix and the future of streaming in general looks like. In other news, um, another thing that happened was well, it's kind of been happening. So, if you don't know, because not everybody watches um, like uh, streaming as far as like um, Twitch goes, right? Like gaming, streaming, gambling. you know, shit like that. Aiden Ross, uh, Pokimane, all these different Twitch streamers that have really made a fuckload of money the last um, couple years just uh, streaming on Twitch. Um, Twitch itself has, you know, has taken some heat the last, like, year or so because, you know, I think Twitch is very much like YouTube in the sense where they're super concerned about... Um, you know, advertisers, and, you know, keeping the content clean for the viewers. So, they have this, like, uh, Twitch has this kind of reputation for suspending and banning accounts for very simple little things, but also, like, turning a blind eye to uh, a bunch of other shit that's going on. So, you know, one of their biggest streamers up until recently, I'm I'm assuming, is uh, Aiden Ross. Aiden Ross is a character and he was constantly going viral. This guy's had an uh, uh, insane streaming career so far. And he's had some huge guests on his show, tons of rappers, viral moment after viral moment. Well, he's also been suspended by Twitch, you know, an unheard of amount of times, a ridiculous amount of times. And I believe maybe his account is banned now. But Aiden Ross has kind of made the jump over to um, Kick. And Kick is the competitor to Twitch. And they have a very, very, very lenient um, policy as far as what you can show on their stream. So I believe Aiden Ross at one point even streamed the Super Bowl on Kick, which would immediately would have got him either suspended or banned on Twitch. They also apparently pay much better than Twitch. Twitch takes like fifty percent of your earnings um from the streamer streamer. So it's kind of an insane deal, and I believe Kick is uh, paying way better. Although you don't have the amount of viewers that can come out, eventually it could be the type of thing where viewers are coming out to watch. I mean, uh, eventually it can become it can become the type of thing that you know they overtake Twitch as the number one uh, streaming uh, live stream services. I should say live stream. It's live streaming um, the number one live stream service. So. Um, but where I'm going with this is their biggest streamer, which is a guy named Kai Senet, I believe is, you pronounce his name. He's a funny guy, and he is the most streamed person on Twitch, and just in general in the world, I believe. He recently got banned within a, you know a couple of days ago or a few days ago, whenever this airs, he recently got banned for showing simulated uh sexual activity on Grand Theft Auto. Like, what the fuck? So Listen, I understand where it comes from, but they also have to understand that it's a video game and you can't really show anything too crazy. Um, At the same time, if you look at some of the girls that are streaming on Twitch, you know, it's damn near basically pornography. (laughs) You got like very, very nearly naked women um, doing doing and saying all kinds of crazy shit on Twitch. And Twitch doesn't seem to have the same attitude or, or give off the same energy about that kind of thing. But um, yeah. So they banned Kai Senate, and I I I hate to say it. I kind of hope he he just never goes back to Twitch. I kind of hope he jumps ship with Aiden Ross and he jumps over to Kick. And uh, because me personally, you know, I understand the the value in um censoring certain things because you know children use these platforms, but at the same time, the children your children shouldn't be able to go out and check out these kind of streams. So. You know, that's more on the parents, if you ask me. They should be monitoring what their children are watching. Children are watching. But at the same time, I'm not a big censorship guy. I hate censorship. I think that people should be able to say what they want, regardless of what they're saying. And if you got Twitch over here, basically, um, they got a leash on their um, live streamers. But the content eventually is going to get kind of stale, kind of boring. People are going to be trying to stay within these very rigid guidelines and I think it actually just kind of hurts the platform and the industry more long term than it than it helps it. But I, I guess the, probably the main motivation with Twitch and YouTube uh, as well um, censoring certain content is the is for the sake of advertising. So they're more worried about, and they're a business, so I get it. But they're more worried about keeping. Um, you know, big money advertisers on their platform, which as a business makes sense. But I think there's a very fine line that you can walk with that kind of thing. At the same time, I think that if the standard is like we're not censoring people, eventually maybe the industry standard becomes that, you know, advertisers have to be maybe a little bit more lenient on on um, their guidelines as well. Like there's a lot of content that, that you could run a Pepsi ad on, uh, let's say, And, you know, the content's really not that anything, um, all that, the content isn't really all that bad. And I don't think it's going to hurt Pepsi to promote their products on these, on this kind of content. So I think we could probably maybe reevaluate the situation when it comes to censoring uh, certain things on these platforms. Uh, On the topic of uh, censoring and stuff like that, I I um you know I think probably one of the more censored um groups on the internet is the red pill community. And you know for some of them I 100% totally get it because there's some fucking wackos that um operate within that community within that um that um whole deal. People but at the same time there's a lot of stuff like okay, you can say what you want about Andrew Tate, right? Andrew Tate He's a character. He's a bit of a troll. But he—he he, all in all, he was promoting a, a lot of good stuff uh, for young men. And I think maybe some uh, questionable things as well. But all in all, I think he's probably got good intentions. And um, he he is probably the biggest figure in the Red Pill, pill community. Him and someone like Sneeko. Sneeko is kind of different because sneko isn't andrew tate in the sense like andrew tate has these very well thought out um talking points sneko is very off the rails he's kind of the poster boy for the kind of wilder (laughs) red pill community guys and uh uh i don't know man i just don't I think if there is a community that has such a large following, like the Red Pill community, it's and it's really starting to bubble up, I don't think it's overall, I don't think the community is a, a bad thing. I think if people want to partake in that kind of content, we shouldn't be stopping them. We shouldn't try and shut down uh, certain creators because um, other people aren't fans of them. And um, I, Like I said, in my opinion, I, overall, I don't think it's really that toxic of a community. I hate the fucking word toxic, so don't let me use that again. But I don't think it's really that bad of a or evil of a community. I think there's a lot of positive stuff promoting. Um, you know, we got a bunch of. You know, I hate to say it, we got a lot of young men that young men that um, you know they're struggling to be men. They're struggling to become um, good, strong young men. And I think the Red Pill community offers a lot of valuable advice for um, these young, lost guys. You know, men have kind of been getting shit on the last. Um, you know, a long time now. <laughs> and uh I think there's a lot of, um there's a lot of young guys that they don't have anybody that they can kind of turn to, to, you know, they can look at and be like, yeah, that's what a, a good, strong man is all about. And I think that community kind of offers, kind of fills that void. And you can say it's, um, you know, it's, it's not a good thing or not, I don't know. I don't really see the harm in it myself. And uh but I you know, I had a good strong father figure in my life. Taught me how to be an adult man, taught me responsibility and uh, how to work hard and all these things. So for me I don't really get a lot of value out of it. But um, you know, some people need that in their life. And obviously there's an audience for it because it Andrew Tate was the most searched guy on Google Earth for a little bit. Probably still is. He's constantly still making the news. And um you know, we got locked up for some false accusations. So there's obviously something to it, and and people want to watch it. I just think that um, there might also be some kind of agenda to, you know... I really do... Not to sound like a conspiracy tin hat, tin hat kind of guy, but I do think there is some kind of agenda to weaken um, men, soften men up, which I don't know if it's really a necessary thing. I think there's this whole movement of to- toxic masculinity... Which I think is just more or less masculinity that has been kind of shunned and shut down over the last years now, and I think a lot of people think it's a bad thing, but I don't know. I really don't see it. So let me know what you guys think about that as well. Um, And again, I'm not a big promoter of the Red Pill community. I think everyone is kind of everyone should kind of have their own set of values, their own beliefs. But um, there's a lot of young guys that don't have guidance, so they look they're looking to the internet to. To figure out how to be a, a productive, responsible young man, and um, like you got someone like Jordan Peterson, he's got a lot of haters, but the guy really only promotes logical thinking, critical thinking, um, responsibility, uh, personal accountability, and to me, those are all good things. So if you got a problem with those things, I think maybe the more of the issue is on you than anything. So I don't know. On to some lighter topics. I kind of want to get into something because. You know, if you don't know, I'm kind of a big uh, pot smoker. I smoke a lot of marijuana, a lot of weed, whatever you want to call it. And um, um, I also drink. I drink a, I drink beer quite often. And this show, we always have beer. I don't have one with me right now because I don't have any beer at my home. And it's also like probably 10 in the morning. So I shouldn't probably be drinking beer anyways. But, you know, Um there's always this kind of debate, like which one is is which which is better, beer or alcohol, or sorry, alcohol or or weed, alcohol or cannabis. Like which one is the better substance to consume? And I think like as a on a daily normal basis, if you're just at home or relaxing on a, a weeknight, I think obviously weed is probably the better option. You know, the high doesn't last as long. You don't feel the effects the next day, um, and you don't you don't tend to get like belligerent or obnoxious on it but um, I think I I think that if you're partying I think alcohol is the better choice because it really kind of livens you up gets you amped up hyped up I think alcohol is the better choice for partying and um, I think probably most people would agree about that because you don't really see like people at house parties if you go to someone's house for a party you don't really see just everybody just strictly smoking weed everybody's drinking and then there'll be weed and there'll be joints passed around but there won't be like nobody drinking and everyone smoking but usually at a party like pretty well everyone's drinking and then some people are smoking and i think that's for a reason um me personally yeah I, i i'll do both if i'm partying if i'm having a good time i'll fucking light up a joint and then i'll fire back a few beers and um what do they call that? Getting crunk, I think, is what we used to call it back when I was in high school, getting crunk. But uh, all in all, yeah, man, I'm more of a, I'm, I, I smoke I smoke weed on a daily, so I think when I do consume alcohol, it's more of a trying to get, trying to have a good time and just have a, get into it, you know, get into the party mode. But um, I kind of was going to put up a poll about that on my Instagram, just to see what the generally what people were thinking about that because, um, I think maybe in some circles people don't drink at all and they probably, they do smoke more weed when they're, you know, in a group of group setting with their friends and having a good time, but I think generally, maybe it's just my circle, but growing up even, everyone was big time into drinking and nobody was really smoking, but smoking is, smoking weed, we live in Canada, so smoking weed is like becoming such a, just such a normal everyday thing, um, with there, you know, there's fucking go down. Okay. So where I live, if you, you can walk like a few blocks in most directions and you'll run into a cannabis store. It's so accessible. And then on the flip side, um, in Ontario anyways, I can, I don't know for sure about the rest of Canada, but in Ontario, we have very specific retailers that, uh, sell alcohol for the most part. And only up until the last few years, could you buy alcohol at grocery stores? So, if you wanted to get alcohol before, if you wanted to get liquor, you had to go to the LCBO, um, and they also sold beer, but they didn't sell cases of beer. If you wanted to buy a case of beer, you had to go to the beer store. Now how it is, if you want to get a case of beer, you still have to go to the beer store if you want to get a 2-4, but you can go and buy tall boys at the grocery store. So You can buy a six-pack or individual beers. So it's more accessible than it was like 10 years ago or when my parents were coming up, but... Um, It's not near as accessible as cannabis. So I think maybe um, in the future, there might be a flip in how things work. But I think overall, alcohol is the better party drug or drug. I shouldn't say drug. Alcohol is the better party substance. And you also can consume it um, over a long period of time. And it'll just continue to get you more and more fucked up, which weed, you know, you can consume it. You can kind of you kind of consume it in a small amount of time. And you kind of just ride that for well as long as it takes for you to kind of sober up. For me it's not all, all that long of an amount of time. And that's not a brag. That's kind of fucking I wish I had a lower tolerance in the, in the sense that I could just keep fucking, you know, riding that wave, but you know, I've smoked enough now where it's kind of it's kind of not really um it's not really something that crushes me anymore. You know, it's more of a, just a, I just kind of coast on it, you know? So on another note here, uh, something that I kind of found out more recently than, than, um, than not, uh, Lego. We all, most of us played with Lego growing up. You had your blocks and you would get the sets. And then eventually those sets would probably become a big fucking pile, uh, bin of Lego and that shit's mashed up. And you kind of just, at that point, start making whatever the fuck you wanted with them. And that's what I did. Anyways, I get a set. I would set, I would build that son of a bitch. And then I would just kind of leave it for like a day or two because what the fuck am I going to do with it? And then it would end up in a fucking bin of Legos. And (laughs) I would eventually just tear that shit up and I would build like whatever the fuck I was going to build. So like me and my brothers were really into like building these like cities of, um, (laughs) Legos. And, um, So we would have like this table in our basement and then we would have the Lego boards because you would get those like two by two boards or whatever they were and you would kind of fucking kind of put them all in a row and you could build like a whole town of Legos and uh, that was a lot of fun for me. I would do that all the time. I played with Legos all the time and it was just it was a toy. It was a kid's thing and I think the price of Lego is still kind of pricey, but it was like, you know within reason that you could buy your kids Lego. Um, I think what's happened now is, and because I just kind of uh, came to this realization, I went to a Lego store when I was in the States recently. The prices of Lego are fucking ridiculous. Like, they're out of hand. It's the most inflated inflated um, object that y- you can get. Like, there's no fucking way that that parents are buying their kids Lego in mass anymore. And I think the reason for that is we have all these adults... That are really into collecting things. So millennials kind of have this like like nostalgia collecting kind of thing going on. Like they want to collect and consume stuff from their childhood. So we got all these millennials, you know, my age or a little bit older, a little bit younger. People that are big into not only Lego, but things like Star Wars or Disney. And, um, you know, all these things that we grew up on. And so you combine the two and you get Lego Disney like, that's the double whammy of nostalgia, and you got all these adults that are willing to pay ridiculous amounts of money for for Lego sets, so it kind of just, like, supply and demand thing, there was a huge demand, and I think Lego just skyrocketed their prices, because if you, a set of Lego is, like, fucking $300, like, if you want to buy, like, a, you know, some kind of, I don't know what the fuck they are, but if you want to buy some kind of Avengers Lego set, that shit is, like, bills, like, it's not, like, 20 bucks 30 bucks for a uh a lego set it's like a couple hundred bucks so it's fucking insane to me and lego's just laughing all their way to the bank they're just milking this shit and uh i'm telling you like it's insane i see it all the time on my friends list on say facebook or instagram or something people buying lego sets and um just having a heyday with them and i think a lot of that is just rooted in nostalgia and rooted in the kind of theme that you know people my age are really big into collecting things from their childhood or getting or consuming things from their childhood. And I'm sure there's some kind of psychology behind that. Um let me know what you guys think because to me I don't know, I've never been a big collector of things and I've never really been all that into like cartoons or Disney or anything like that. You know, since I was a kid anyways, I wasn't one of the people that grew up in Continue to watch The Lion King every weekend. No shade on that. I think it's a little strange. But to each their own, do your thing. I'm into some weird shit too. So who the fuck am I to judge, right? But I'm just saying, if you're you're having kids and you're looking to get them into Lego, you better start putting some uh, savings away. Start stacking those checks in the bank. Because you're going to need them to buy a Batman Lego set for your five-year-old. Because I'm telling you. Check it out. Even go on Amazon or whatever and see the prices. It's, it's, uh, it's wild. Shit is crazy. Shit is out of hand. But I'm sure Lego is fucking loving it. They get every licensing deal with all these big um, movie brands and TV brands. And, um, wh- you know, how many pieces do you really get in a Lego set? And they're all just made out of plastic. And, you know, the molds haven't changed ever so it's always been the same fucking thing. They're just making them. They just change the colors of the bricks. Maybe they make some new accessories or bricks sometimes or whatever. But all in all, like, I feel like um, Lego is laughing all the way to the bank, which is fucking oh good for them. Good for Lego. So I know I promised this last week um, that we'd have a, a full episode out this week. Probably, like, as I'm filming this, I probably should have had an episode with Dan and I out. It's coming. It's going to come. We're going to get it done. You know, we, we have um, lives. So, it's... Unfortunately, this isn't our full-time thing. So, we can't just kind of do this every single day. And even though I might have a little bit more time now, Dan is still just as busy as he was. So, But um, I'm going to wrap this episode up here, guys. Hope you liked a couple topics that I hit. If you like this content, go check out our catalog of episodes, Um, like the video, throw me a comment, talk some shit, and uh, please subscribe to the channel because that would mean a lot. If you just want to check these out, uh, these clips out on YouTube, see certain little clips of uh, me talking, you can go check it out on TikTok. I post uh, a bunch of clips there at least a few times a week or so. All right, guys, until next time, this is the Everything is Broken podcast. This is the solo show episode number two, starring me, Davey on everything. Um, Until next time, guys, have yourself a good day. Big cheese, all the sun on my jacket. Work hard enough, change my bracket. Talk tough, we in that racket. Guys, came ain't you know how to stack it. Take it wrong, but I'm gonna need my ends though. I got tigers on my chest like Kensel. Rail came, you yeah, putting that bezel. Carol's here, man, you know you stay tentile. Big dog, man, you know I ain't worried. Bent up, so I'm talking real slurry. Got a blast, bro, I'm always in a hurry. Big trick, shooting curry like curry. Techie Urgy, ain't know stay past up. You don't know, catch him late, nigga, you ass up. Unk real, how to put it, e class up. they like, thanks, nigga, how you take the fast round. 2018, it was me and big.